0: Max, it's been too long, man. How you been? I'm good. How you doing, bro? Man, if I complained, I'd be an ingrate. I am doing well, and I'm always better when I hear when I hear your 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 voice. And I thank you once again for the opportunity uh, to talk to you. Um, uh, let, me, uh, let me make the most of the time that we have. Uh, you've been you've been moving this summer. Before I get to the, the tour that you're you're presently on, um, how did you enjoy the time with Anthony Hamilton and Joe?
1: Oh, it was great. It was great. I mean, it was it was. It was, a, it was uh, one of those things that you, 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 you can't believe you did mm-hmm. and that you survived. <laughs> because <laughs> it, it was literally, you know, you know I guess the pandemic had like sort of chilled out. And so we, we kind of went out at the right time. And by the time we were done, you know, the numbers started to rise again. But just the whole process of, you know, trying to get out there and rally for life, So to speak, Um, I couldn't imagine two greater people to go out there and do it. And it was was incredible for me. I was surprised. I couldn't believe all the people who showed up.
0: Mm, Man, (laughs) please.
1: I had no idea people (laughs) were going to come through because literally it was just like, you know, we're in a pandemic and, you know, I just said, hey, you know, we'll see what happens then. But there were people in the house. So. You know, it's just, uh, I'm just glad that we all survived
0: it. Man, <laughs> That's you, I can say. You, you, if you, if you tell Negroes that Maxwell and Anthony Hamilton and Joe are going to be in an arena <laughs> together, <laughs> you ain't got to worry about black folks showing up, man. They they going to be there in droves <laughs> uh, as, I, I, as they were.
1: They, I'm, well, I'm glad they came. I mean, look, I always say this, you know, I never take it for granted. I never, I, I never take, um, you know, I, I always look at it as a blessing and, and, uh, I keep my, my my humble cap on when it comes to those types of things because at any moment, at any time, it can be taken from me. So I'm just grateful to those people who who came through and, and 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 we had a good time, and especially with Joe because um, I'm mean, you know he's got so many songs. Mm-hmm. we just like damn, yeah, really that one. And then Anthony as well. So it was a great it was a great night, yeah. you know, and it was a great. Uh, we did a, a wonderful partnership with the Black Promoters on
0: collective and yeah. that was nice to uh to kind of do that um I love there it. Was
1: so many levels
0: to, to it so so yeah, yeah. No, I, I love it when black folk come together and work together and everybody succeeds it's a beautiful thing so i'm glad you uh i yeah. uh, gave the black collective the promoters collective a chance to, to work with you on that tour obviously you the headliner have been and always will be um I, i'm fascinated um because you've got some different folk uh, uh with you for the nights you're going to be at the Hollywood bowl in, in Southern California, mm-hmm. uh, this program is syndicated across the nation, but of course flagship here in LA. So we'll talk about your Hollywood um, bowl dates in a moment, uh, but, but I'm fascinated mm-hmm. to ask you, how is it that you go about deciding who you're going to jail with? And I don't mean, you know, personality wise, I mean, when you put together a, a bill and again, you're the headliners mm-hmm. so and you have, you have the final say, how do you know, like what works, what's going to work on tour in, in terms of the people that you're touring with?
1: Cause I'm a fan.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm, li- I'm literally a fan of the music that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ravenna, and Sir, uh, Pink Sweats. I mean, uh, even with the crews that we're doing, you know, Sabrina Claudio, Robert Glass, Pearl Galant, uh, Gallant, um, Music Solstown, I mean, I'm just a fan and I'm just trying to see if I can, you know. Trip my audience into following them <laughs> to a <laughs> degree. Because, because especially in this day and age, it's funny I was reading something, uh, I was reading an article about how hard it is for, I mean, the, play, the way music is, is now, you know, obviously, yeah. the playlist. So sometimes you know the song, but you don't know the artist. And you know the voice, but you don't know the face.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and it's very hard for the, for these incredible artists to get, an audience, because people are just, you know, like, you know, tapping in R&B and chill or Latin and chill or whatever playlists that they, they, that they mess with. And so all these people get grouped together because of an algorithm, but they don't necessarily, people don't necessarily know who they are. And I do, because, you know, I'm from back in the day when you bought a record and you watched a show or you read up about an artist and some people, you know, much more relaxed about how they experience music. So, the reason why I try to bring all these uh, incredible artists out is so that the people can, you know, see them and see their faces and go, Oh, you're the one that sings that song, you know? Oh my mm-hmm. God. You know? And so that's a, it's a good way to sort of keep good music moving, you know, yeah. because there's so much, there's so much stuff that's not necessarily great. and um, And sometimes it's, you know, uh, look, like, I'm not here to judge what other artists do or what I think is good or bad, but, mm-hmm. you know, I just try to stand behind the, the ones that I, I love, and so yeah. I'm just grateful to be able to do that. It's you
0: know? it's, it's good to be the king and, and pick the folk that you want to hang out with. <laughs> pick people whose yeah. music you like to go on tour with you. I ain't mad at you, man.
1: I, I wouldn't say king. I would definitely say, you know, uh, you know, something else yeah I, got <laughs> something else. I, I
0: i yeah i know you 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 are you 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 have been you have been for the almost 30 years i've known you the most humble cat in the room all the time and i i love uh your humility it's one of the things i adore most about you uh you are prodigiously mm-hmm. talented uh but as humble as they come since you mentioned the the uh the cruise let me let me follow up on that right quick before we move forward february 10th through the 14th of next year february 10th through 14th uh, next year, uh, on the Norwegian Pearl, Maxwell is taking to the sea in the inaugural Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite cruise. Uh, you heard some of the artists uh, he mentioned a moment ago they are going to be on the cruise with him. What made you do this?
1: You know, I thought, why not? You know, i have a you know, my management team, which, which, which I'm sure you probably know John and Kevin sure, from um, all the years that I've worked with them. You know, they've been,
0: you know, kind of like,
1: You know, just giving me new avenues and ways to do things. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And of course, Valentine's Day is perfect. Um, And, and, you know, all these other artists as well, you know, they're just so great. Obviously, I've worked with Robert. We were on Robert Blasco. We were on tour together for the the first of the trilogy, Black. Um, And of course, he's gone on to win hundreds of Grammys Mm -hmm. with Black Radio One, Two, and Three. And has worked on so many movies, and so he's. Yeah, I just want to kind of bring you know these artists to the to the to, to the people. Yeah. Because it's very hard for them to get the exposure because people just listen to playlists. Yeah. They don't really know who the artists are. So hopefully, it, I can make a dent in that issue and, and, and give these uh, artists an opportunity because. Oh no. it, it's very rare to be able to do that. So I wouldn't say I'm the king that's bringing that all together. Yeah. i just say I'm just trying to contribute and not compete, but contribute and bring as much much uh, it, newness to the situation.
0: It is Maxwell's urban hang suite cruise, the inaugural cruise February 10th through 14 on the Norwegian Pearl. More with Maxwell when we come forward on Tavis Smiley. Unapologetically progressive, progressive. Unapologetically blind. Black. Black. You're tapped into Tavis Smiley. Smiley. More honesty than you can handle. More empowerment than you can imagine. You're tuned into Tavis Smiley. I'm Tavis Smiley. Glad to have you tuned in. Have a smiley show. Our guest is Maxwell. In case you've just tuned in, he has a great cruise, his inaugural cruise called Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite Cruise next year, February 10 through 14, on the Norwegian Pearl. Get a seat, uh, get a cabin if you can. Great lineup Maxwell, Lettucey, Robert glasper Sabrina Claudio, Music Soul Child, Libra James, Gallant, and more uh, making stops uh, in Nassau, in the Bahamas, and a few other places. So, um, Uh, if ever there were a cruise you want to be on right around Valentine's day, this is the one. Uh, and so, uh, I, um, I encourage you now that you need my encouragement (laughs) to, to, to go quickly, to go quickly and try to get a cabin to be on that thing. Uh, we were talking earlier about your touring, uh, recently with Anthony Hamilton and Joe. You know, one of the other things I was saying to you uh, during the break, I've seen you, uh, as you know, perform all across the country. Uh, I'm a huge Maxwell fan. Everybody knows that. What I have never seen, though, and I don't know how I've missed this. What I have never seen is you in concert accompanied by a symphony. And you've done that a couple of times uh, on this tour, doing it on this tour. What's it like when Maxwell is on stage with a symphony accompanying him?
1: I got to tell you, I'm just as much of an audience member as the audience is because I'm just floored by the level of dedication uh, and, you know, respect that the the orchestra has for what they do. I mean, it's like I'm in between the audience and them, and I'm, I'm marveling at them, and, and I'm trying to bring the energy that they're giving me to the audience and the audience is just as marveled because I've never heard my, my music and, you know, in, in, in like symphonic, like it just, and, and Derek Hodge, you know, who is an incredible, uh, arranger of strings, he's also an incredible bass player. He was also my musical director Mm. for a few years. Um, and he's the one that did everything. So when you hear, it's, it's like being in a movie. Mm. I feel like I'm James Bond. Or something. <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> it's like, like the only way I could describe it, it's just like, wow, this is so fancy. Yeah. It's just so boozy. But, um, but it's also the audience is filled with musicians and people who are violinists and, you know, that play the harp it's, it's, they're coming to celebrate music it's a very different atmosphere yeah. it's not um, necessarily the atmosphere of let's get a selfie and you know it's not that that it's about it's, it's almost like going to the opera or something or watching a ballet yeah. um sometimes i turn around and i watch the musicians because i'm in absolute awe
0: i'm laughing thinking uh, bond Maxwell Bond Um, so that's kind of funny when you say you feel like James Bond in this situation have have you always have you always I love strings have you always loved strings
1: yeah 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 I mean I've always been very partial to the symphony in that way uh, just the whole thing but when you hear ascension Mm. just with an orchestra you don't think you can hear it that way until you hear it yeah and then you're like, wow! It's um, just a testament to the music and to to the choices that I was able to make with my friends who were fans of, you know, Miles Davis and, um, you know, when I hear compositions that I've written with Stuart Matthew and, you know, being played by 60 piece orchestra, it's unlike anything I've ever there's no way to describe it really. So it's very special, it's a very special experience. Uh, We did it in 2019, we did it at the Kennedy Center. Mm -hmm. We had five shows. To my understanding, we broke the record. I think the last person to have that many sold out nights was Marvin Gaye, which was unbelievable to me Mm. that um, so many people were there uh, during that time. And then I think we have four nights at the Kennedy Center. I'm never sure about where I'm going to be or how many <laughs> nights it's going to be. Because I, I got to be honest to you and to, to your listeners, I get scared. Yeah. You know, I, I do have stage fright. So the less I know, the better it's going to go with when it's time to do it.
0: Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? You know you know, what's funny, yeah, I do know what you mean. What's funny about that, by the way, you did it uh at the at the Kennedy Center with the National Symphony Orchestra, uh and mm-hmm. uh, at San Francisco's Davies Symphony Hall with the San Francisco Symphony, so He's done at least a couple of times. He mentioned stage fright. I'm I'm going to take Max back to the first time we met many many years ago. It's been a couple of decades plus since we first met when I was doing my show on BET. That's long before NPR and PBS and this current iteration of my work with this nationally syndicated radio program. Uh, Max and I have known each other for 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 a couple of decades now, and I remember getting mm-hmm. a call. <laughs> you may or may not recall this. I got I got a call, um, all these many years ago, uh, from Maxwell's people. that Max was considering coming on my show on BET at the time, but he wanted to talk to me first. And I'm like, well, why does Max want to talk to me first? Uh, and what I realized was that he does, in fact, have stage fright. He is a little, he, he, he gets scared at times, as talented as he is. He does have this stage fright. And I think he wanted to just meet me and talk to me to make sure that he and I were cool and that the conversation would go well before he came on the air. Of course, it did go well. He came on, and we've talked more times than I can count over the years. But that brother had to interview right. me first to make sure that I was okay <laughs> for him to come on. Now, you know who did me the same way? Yeah, I, I, your friend, my friend, exactly. Prince, Prince did the same exact thing. The dude had decided that he, he decided he wanted to come on the show, but he wanted to talk to yeah. me first. He calls me and invites me to lunch. We spend you know four or five hours talking at lunch, and once he sort of checked me out, uh, he came on the program. The rest is history. And for twenty plus years, he and I were you know were, we're the best of friends. Um, but it's always amazing to me that artist of your stature and Prince's stature still deal with stage fright from time to time.
1: I I didn't know that about him, but, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't know that about him, but I can tell you that the interviews that you, the interviews that you've had with Prince are iconic. Mm -hmm. I mean, the memes from that interview, my microphone is on. And just like, (laughs) I I mean, like your interview with him is literally, it is, it is, Oh, my god. it's it's goals. it's just, uh, it, it, no one has had an interview with Prince. I mean, there was there's there's the American bandstand one, uh-huh. and then there's yours mm.
2: yeah. <laughs> where he
1: barely spoke. yeah, and then there's the one where he's really explaining and expressing his, you know his his feelings and 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 his perspectives on so many different things. Yeah. Um you know, it's so sad to 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 know that he's not here. It's something that I, I wake up and, and and still feel hollow about. You yeah. know that he, he he's not around. You know but he he inspired so many people. I mean, he gave me the will and the courage to kind of like step out there wow. and be who I was. And so, you know, in in, in his in his memory, you know, I, I send love to to his, to his soul wow. wherever it may be, and to mm-hmm. all, all of his family members and his fans. Uh, but no, it was a, it was just, you know, it was a very interesting time when I first did that interview with you because, um, you know, I was trying to branch out creatively. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with, you know, the radio stations that wanted certain sounds for me and, and obviously the, the, the politics within the, ra- the, the label. Sure. But, um, realizing that I was part of a, a company that was very used to pop type things mm-hmm. and that the art kind of you know, if it, if, if it was artistic, great, you know, but in the end, it was about, you know, the bottom line, and and I was kind of dealing with that, and you were one of the few people that gave me a platform to sort of explain who I, who I wanted to be mm. as an artist since I was beginning so early. Um, I remember letting people know that it wasn't about money, especially when, you know, during that period of time, everyone was talking about money, and everybody yeah. was out for cash, and... And here I was trying to make a creative movement, um, and you gave me a platform to explain that. And twenty years later, there's there, there there are songs and artists that that resemble Embryo in many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's nice. It's nice to see that art won mm-hmm. and prevailed. No, in, I... in
0: the end. It would, of course, trust me, it was my honor then, as it has been all these years and even today, to to give you a platform. Anytime you want it, you have my platform. Watching my timer, just a few minutes left with you. Let me cover a few more things right quick. You mentioned Ascension, one of my favorite, favorite Maxwell tracks ever. Um, And I want to come in a moment to how you've avoided being boxed in artistically. You've been very intentional about that. You have not allowed folk to box you in creatively, artistically. We'll come to that in a second. But when you think about Ascension, you think about uh, the Urban Hang Suite project. Uh, Speaking of that, we talked earlier about the cruise, Urban Hang Suite cruise next year, February 10th through 14, on Norwegian Pearl. When you think back to Ascension and that project all these years later, what do you think? Put another way, does it sound as good to you as it sounds to me all these years later?
1: I mean, you know, there's so many great memories. Uh, you know, again, you, you probably know the story as well. I had to wait for a year mm-hmm. for the finished project to even be released. Um, and and people discovered it uh, and, and demanded it more so than, you know, it was forced down their throat. Um, but, you know, also Mike Pila would mix that record and, you know, he's no longer with us and Leon Ware is no longer with us and so I co-wrote Something Something with him and, you know, and Wallace Watson who was on the album who I co-wrote um the sweet theme on uh, the urban theme he's no longer with us. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that record you know, has uh I'm very sentimental about it because so many of my heroes uh, are not with me mm-hmm. uh, on this planet right now, but, you know I, I see that I hear their souls, and I I I hear their hearts yeah. in that work. So it's a very uh, sentimental piece of work for me, yeah. and it was groundbreaking because it really set me up to, um, you know, do whatever I wanted creatively. You mm. know, but at the same time, you know, uh, the environment was was right for it. I mean, D'Angelo had just bursted onto the scene. And mm. You know, and he, you know, pretty much kicked the door wide open for so many of us, and Erica Badu, and um, there's just so many artists that you know came flowing through that that time and, and era. So um, it's a very nostalgic mm-hmm. experience. I think that's probably why we decided to call the crew that because it it was it is the beginning. It's the beginning of mm-hmm. everything that you know,
0: you would ever know about me. Yeah, I I have rarely seen anybody come out of the blocks the way you came out. I mean, you came out the blocks, I mean, on fire, and you haven't stopped, of course, all these years later, but that, that project is always... I mean, there are some projects that are perennially on my playlist. I mean, they just, they never fall off. And uh, Urban Hang Suite, it has been there since it first dropped. It will never come off of my playlist, and I know that I speak for millions of other fans who feel the same way. Uh, Two other things right quick, we'll let you go. Um, How have you, over these years, avoided being boxed in artistically, creatively? Prince had to fight the same fights as you know. He did it uh, 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 majestically, and you've done the same thing. You've done what you wanted to do, and your audience has embraced what you've done but artists have to fight for that kind of artistic and creative freedom, do they not?
1: They do, because uh, you know we all kind of. I think every creative person goes through a moment where they, um, where they meet the devil. Wow! <laughs> and, wow! You know, and you know it's kind of like that forty days and forty nights yeah. experience. Where you know your your initial experience and how music gripped you um, becomes a decision of wealth or a decision of integrity mm. um, and mm. and faith. Uh, I, I do watch a lot of my my friends who I respect and, and appreciate uh, who are very wealthy from the work that they've done. They've made decisions. That specifically made them wealthy yeah. through their work, yeah. um, and uh, and then you know then there are the others who don't necessarily find the, the kind of wealth that others do, but it has such an impact creatively. Mm. And it's it's just up to up to the artist to make a decision on what they deem to be the greatest reward that they can receive from the work they do. Yeah. Is it a big house or is it, uh, you know, touching the spirits and the souls that, you know, need that bit of joy that you can create for them? I mean, I think you can have both at the same time, but it's very rare that that, that you can because there's certain things you have to do, audiences you have to reach, features you have to feature with, people you have to, it, it's a whole political situation that yeah. is so so. You know, at times it's like oh, this is too much. This is hurting my head. I just want to like make a song that's mm-hmm. nice, and you know. Um, so you know, yeah. I, I think you know, being able to sort of like create your own um, events, and and like the cruise, and and like these wonderful Hollywood Bowl shows, and yeah. and and the symphony shows. You pretty create your own situation, and 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 then. Help others to kind of gain some 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 gravity and and some 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 traction so that they can continue in their own uh, pursuits. Yeah, um, you know that's kind of definitely where I feel rich. I feel the richest there. Then, so well, it's a question of who you're
0: asking really at the end of the day. However rich you feel we have been, we have been enriched as uh, as fans of yours all the more Maxwell's graceful and soulful R and B and three decades of hits. will set it off in the Hollywood bowls fireworks finale. If you are fortunate enough, uh, lucky enough to get to Los Angeles, uh, September the 8th through the 10th uh, with elegant backing from his veteran touring band. And he'll be featuring pink sweats on Friday Sir on Saturday, Ravina on uh, Sunday. going to be a great weekend at the Hollywood Bowl, uh, closing out the fireworks finale. If you can get to Southern California to that show, I encourage you to do so. And February 10 through 14, 2024, on the Norwegian Pearl, Maxwell taking to the sea in the inaugural Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite Cruise. Max, I love you, man. There ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Same here. All right. Same here. I'm so happy that we
1: got to talk. and you know, You're a real one. And you understand the whole process, and and uh, you know I wish you great success and continued success, and hopefully you'll be in one of those cabins, you know, with pina colada, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> filling filling your drink on everybody.
0: Trust me, <laughs> I I, I, everywhere. I will be there. I will be there. Love you, man. Thanks <laughs> thanks for the time. I'll talk to you soon. Always, lots of love.
1: God bless you and your listeners. Thank you.